Welcome to Coaching Through Cancer, a show for partners, spouses, friends, and family of those fighting cancer. Daryl Taylor is a certified coach, a widower, and father. He knows firsthand the struggles that spouses and families go through after a cancer diagnosis. If you're in the battle of your life, you are not alone. This is the place for you. Hello and welcome to Coaching Through Cancer. This week's episode is somewhat of a continuation from last week. We talked last week about um, kind of how to dig yourself out of the doldrums when you're in a hole, what what to do when you're in a real kind of low cycle, and, and, um, and just a few steps and tips there. Um, but when you're in that low cycle, um, life doesn't go on hold, right? You still have to do the things you have to do. You, you're still, you know, maybe an employee. You have to show up at work. You are, you know, maybe a parent, maybe, um, you know, a friend to a friend who's in need. I mean, all these, these places where um, when you're sort of beaten down and you're at your lowest, um, you still need to to connect and perform at a very high level. And so how do you do that, right? Um, when, when you're the one who kind of needs a break and would like someone to support you. So as always with these prescriptions, um, they are my own prescriptions, my own observations and takeaways, um, partially gleaned from myself, but also gleaned from, you know, other people that I have talked to or um, interacted with over time. Um, so, you know, some or all of this may help you. Um, but uh, again, I offer it as that something that that might benefit you. So um, a couple things with showing up when you don't feel like it. One is that uh, I will focus on my why, right? Uh, and that why can be very narrow in the sense that I could focus on why am I doing this particular activity, right? Um, say, for instance, you have to go to a birthday party and you just feel like, ugh. Um, and obviously you show up to a birthday party, you don't, you don't want to bring it down, you don't want to be... Um, um, you know, sort of the center of attention because of whatever you're experiencing. Uh, and the party is actually for someone else, right? Um, th- in this case, I'm assuming the party's for someone else. Um, so, I mean, you always have an option to not show up, right? But let's say that you, you this is an obligation that you can't avoid. Um, just remember why you're there. I mean, someone is having, you know, a moment. Uh, and maybe in the grand th- scheme of things, it might be insignificant or maybe not. But you know, the idea is that you are doing something for someone else, right? And that in this case, um, the quality with which you show up is not based on how you feel, but how you want them to feel, right? Um, and again, I, I think sometimes when we're in the, in the pit of things, the, the focus is really on how poorly we're doing and how things are happening to us. We kind of talked about, you know, all the catastrophizing last week's episode. But it helps to shift that focus to, to, to other people. And so the second tip as to the why is um, 
similar but a little more practical in the sense of it's less esoteric. It's focus on service, right? I mean, what part of what you do uh, could be done in service to someone else? Maybe this uh, applies to, say, your home life, right? You come home and, uh, you know, kitchen was left a mess in the morning, dishes everywhere, etc., etc. And again, you are in a bad place. You really don't feel like you don't have the energy, you know, to do one more thing. Um, but sometimes by just focusing on service, the idea that you can step outside your own body and think of what it would be like for someone else to come home and see a clean kitchen, right? And to almost offer that as maybe a gift. Now, you know, it's not a, a thing that you do every day, all the time. Um, I'm not talking about dishes, but I'm talking about sort of the focus on service. Because again, you do have to take care of yourself, right? I mean, you need to do both. Um, but, and, and you don't want to fall into sort of a mode where you are just sort of pleasing others as a way of avoiding feeling something awful, right? Um, again, referencing last week, we talked about the fact that it's really, really important for you to get into the practice of sitting with how awful it feels, um, to be, you know, in anxiety or in frustration or in disappointment, um, but to to really hold those emotions close for a period of time until they sort of naturally start to dissipate so that you get used to A, how it feels, knowing that it's not going to destroy you and that the awfulness of that feeling can be survived or even overcome or even converted, right? into some positive action that might help you, might help pull you out of the hole. So those two things, I mean, focus on a why. Why is more esoteric. It's kind of the big picture, like almost like even considering like, why are we here, right? And that's just sort of rather than the, the focusing on service, which is kind of honing in on a particular activity and maybe with the intention of performing that activity you know, to the benefit of someone else because you're trying to make them feel better. Um, the focus on the why is kind of pulling back and looking at the situation from 30,000 feet or looking at the situation over time, knowing that this is really just a blip in your life, that you've had blips like this before, and you will get through it. Um, so there's that. Then um, I also practice myself um, holding on to the belief that you can show up when you feel awful and still do a good job. Now, I have evidence of this for my own life. Um, I think sometimes we will get into a mindset where you feel awful and um, you kind of want to withdraw from life. And so you'll tell yourself that you're not going to do a good job because you don't feel great right now. Um, and I want to offer to you that that is just a thought. Um, and it's a sneaky one because what it wants you to do really is to, to sort of disengage and withdraw, right? And to, to, to retreat into whatever corner or quiet space. Um, and, and again, that is not a bad thing in the sense of doing it for a moment to sort of protect yourself and reset and ground. But 
to do that as a matter of practice to just continually unplug from life um, won't ultimately benefit you and won't ultimately end the situation you're in, right? Um, and so that's why, you know, practicing, holding on to the belief that you can show up and be impactful. Um, and I'm going to even offer that you can show up and actually, by focusing on your why, focusing on service, and and sort of practicing this belief that that it is not true that you're going to do a bad job automatically because... Um, um, you're not feeling well. That instead, this belief, and it's anchored in evidence, that you can show up and do a great job, even though you feel terrible on the inside. Um, and in some odd ways, I've had the experience, even recently, where I've had to show up where I'm not feeling completely whole and together on the inside. Um, and I've had some really good experiences, really good interactions. And um, that happens because of A, focusing on my why, B, focusing on service, C, holding on to the belief, saying, I do not believe it to be true, that I cannot show up, that I cannot have an impact, that I cannot make a difference, um, that I cannot have a real viable, useful connection with someone for a period of time just because I don't feel well. I am going to also argue that the opposite um, makes it true as well, that in showing up with these three premises sort of in, in play, um, and even though you don't feel well, I think that that can resonate with people, not in a way that puts them off, but in a way that allows them to connect with you in the sense that you're able to access their pain, right? Coming from a place of hurt is not always coming from a place of deficiency. Coming from a place of hurt can be actually coming from a place of power, right? But again, I think these other elements need to be in play. You need to understand, I, I have a why. I have a big purpose for being here. And this these moments are only part of them. Um, I am of service. I have an opportunity before me right now to be of service to someone else, right? Uh, to, to lift up and support or guide someone else um, in a way that will benefit them. Um, and, and, and this belief that says this could be even more powerful than the same interaction if I were in a, in a good space. There are things that happen, I think, when you are in a good space where everything's kind of working and it's flowing um, and you get into a mindset that it's almost taking it for granted. And so you don't lean in as much. Maybe you don't prepare as much. Maybe you're a little bit less sensitive. Maybe you're a little um, skewed from, from, from being able to really attached to and be sensitive to and allow people the space to to um, to to deal with their own struggle and their own grief or their own frustration or their own apathy right um, and it's because you really just can't connect to that emotion but there's something about coming from a genuine place where you're making the effort to to focus on why and be of service and and using your pain or accessing your pain maybe it's a better way to put it um, for the benefit of someone else.
And and I can tell you, you know, in, in, in coaching practice, you know, we we have regular meetings with folks and there are days where um, as the coach you show up, um, but maybe you're not in your best place. And, and how do you do that? Um, and I offer these as sort of practical ways that I've experienced of being able to do that, where um, those those coaching calls can be incredibly powerful and incredibly fruitful and beneficial because you remove yourself from having an inappropriate and outsized um, role in the interaction, right? I mean, sometimes when you're in these these low points, it's the whole thing is sort of focused on how you feel or how you want to feel or how you don't feel. And, and it really gives you an outsized presence, right? But if, if you've done these other things, why? Service, belief, right? That, and, and, and the prior um, podcast where we talked about sitting with these emotions and accessing them and feeling them fully and allowing them to dissipate in a natural time frame, right? Doing all these things makes you a human being that is more finely tuned to, to be able to understand the subtleties of their own emotions, um, to understand the patterns of actions or inactions that result from those emotions, um, and understand that if you sort of play that tape to the end, what's going to happen, right? If you sort of go into catastrophizing everything, right? It's, it's just your way of sabotaging everything because you want the pain to stop. Uh, and you're in a defeatist mode. And so you figure I'll blow it all up before it blows up in front of me. Um, and um, that's no way to live because you don't give yourself the chance to, um, to experience the other side of life. Right to experience the the incredible gratitude that comes from from having maintained and held your character through a very bad, very low point, uh, while still being of service to other people, still showing up everywhere that you need to. Um, yeah, and 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 really, this is this is what the work is all about. And whether you do it through meditation or whether you do it through journaling or or, you know, some other practice or, you know, through regular sessions and, and you know, maybe you have your own personal coach. Um, but holding on to these things, realizing that, hey, pull back and look at it in the, the grand scheme of things. You know, why, why are we here? Why do we do the things we do? Um, those, that mission, that desire, that, um, that love of that thing doesn't go away because of these these moments and um, service there's always an opportunity to be of service to someone else and it's a gift that costs us nothing but time often right and and then the the last piece you know the belief don't believe everything you think right some of these things that pop through your head they're literally just thoughts um, and most of the time they're just clever ways of your brain um, trying to to get you to avoid doing something that's uncomfortable uh, something that's not going to you know give you a big dopamine hit um, if you if you've ever seen the movie the Prince's Bride um, and if you haven't you should an amazing fun movie um, but there's a scene in it where uh, this character is um, 
uh, in a battle of wits with another character who fancies himself to be pretty smart. And so um, they're having a debate because the the uh, the one character has poisoned a drink. And I'd go into the character names and everything, but we go too far and uh, go down a rabbit hole. It's a great movie, and I'll just start rambling. And so they're going back and forth, and... Um, it's this sort of battle of wits. Oh, you know, if I drink that jar, you probably put the poison in there because you were thinking that I would think this and back and forth about, you know, all these permutations in their head. And um, it's a great scene, a great movie, but it really is kind of like a conversation that you typically have with your brain, right? Um, it, it happens, you have these back and forth in your own head that are even that complex, right? Where your brain is like trying to outsmart you uh, in terms of getting you to avoid something that it thinks might be scary or dangerous. Um, and again, in the modern world, it doesn't always serve us, right? So, um, but yeah, that's my prescription for you. Um, it helps me. Uh, I, I utilize these components on a regular basis. I've pulled them together because of you know, what I've learned and in, in talking to other people and seeing what's worked for them. And um, I'm pretty sure that some or all of this might be helpful to you. So um, again, I offer it to you. And um, yeah, we'll talk again next time. So as always, uh, if you have something you want to hear about, if you have a topic you'd like to talk about, uh, I'd love to hear from you. And uh, until next time, take care of yourself. Thank you for joining us. Share this episode with friends, families, and others in the fight. We'd love to hear from you. What's your story? What are your thoughts, experiences, and what would you like to hear discussed? Reach out at www.coachingyouthrough.com. That's coachingyouthrough, with the letter U, dot com.